cats like Felix like Felix. Welcome to Seti Soppo. This is a podcast where we work out what is the opposite of something that doesn't have a natural opposite. I'm Simon. Hello, Izzy. Goodbye, Simon. Does that advertising slogan, Cats Like Felix Like Felix, suggest that Felix the cat is eating himself? I mean, that's what cats do. I don't know if you've seen a cat or, but they do tend to like constantly lip themselves, which suggests they like their taste. Well, uh, maybe. I mean, if you constantly licked yourself, that would be weird, wouldn't it? It would. I mean, humans don't don't really lick themselves, do they? It's because we sweat. What other animals lick themselves? Dogs, famously. Do cows lick themselves? I think they do a little bit. They also, like kangaroos, lick Do they? Yeah, they lick their arms to cool down. Kangaroo. What about koalas? I mean, koalas aren't ants, are they? They're just weird nuts. They're just, <laughs> they are just nuts. That's true. They hang on trees doing nothing like a nut. What about chickens? Do chickens lick themselves? Do chickens have tongues? They do have tongues, but okay. they preen, Simon. So a fun fact. I found out recently is most um, birds mm-hmm. they have preen glands and you can get infected preening glands on your chickens so be very careful right. they have preening glands and they'll preen themselves to keep and they'll put the oil all over themselves now birds in New Zealand because they didn't grow up next to mat- when I say grow up I mean evolve yeah. and adapt alongside mammal predators it means that they're actually quite stinky in their oil glands Oh, so they taste so if you come across a kiwi it smells slightly of sweaty feet wow that's a, that's a good fact Act. See, Thanks. this is why people tune into this podcast. It's not for nobody anything other than... Nobody tunes into this podcast. It's just me, you, and one listener. Well, nobody tunes in because that's what you do on an old-fashioned radio. That's it's true. not a thing anymore. No, you can you can you can you can automatically find the bands on a DAB and you can twist a knob to do that, but it um it isn't the same. No. I mean you can manually tune a radio still, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, no, you can. Yeah, you must be I mean, I imagine if I got my old radio out from nineteen ninety seven, mm. I could probably But you just tend to press the it. search and it just does that, doesn't it? Anyway. Yeah. Lynn wants to know what is the opposite of a viewmaster? Do you What's know? A okay, so a viewmaster is like a pair of red plastic goggles. Oh, I thought it was something that Donald Trump had in his court. <laughs> no, that's a special yes. master. Okay, Mister Deary, and you hold the the, the like binoculars up to your eyes, mm-hmm. but it's got a disc in it. Yeah, with a stereoscopic picture, so you can look at three D pictures. Do you know with what this I thing. now? I know Simon. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking when you're looking through these of wonderful Victorian. In, like you know seaside things aren't you that's where your mind's going with these isn't not really. it that's your experience no is it not my experience is my granddad had one and it was all um like it was interesting to see the 3d-ness of it but he only had things like glasgow or paris or dublin or the outback or something so it was all like for a kid quite boring but that's how the the, the thing came out when it was first brought out later on it became things like star trek and the man from uncle and things like that but he didn't have that pack of discs. See, my only my only definite memory of looking through one of these things was an eep and so i was looking at pictures of trench wall Fair. Oh, so were, and was, dead corpses. Were they making you do it 
like you could look up to what you would see if you were there. Yeah. Oh wow, that's. But but there were actual photos of the times. There were like bloated corpses in drains, and that's what I think of a three D rendering of a seventeen year old dying in a drain in black and white. Yeah. Oh gosh. I know. That's what I think of when I think of those. So <laughs> thank you, thank you, British Education. And then you press the button, the disc turns, and you see another picture. That's that's how that. Of works. another bloated corpse. This one wearing a German helmet with a spike on it. So your your experience of a viewmaster is very different to my experience of a viewmaster. <laughs> Yours is getting bored with your granddad. No, and mine is you know obscene warfare. It wasn't boring. That's not the right word. It was just grown up. It was a grown up toy. If that makes sense. If it had like Star Trek in it and a man from Uncle, I would have. I'd have been more whelmed by it. Well, I mean, you'd have seen those ladies' boobs in 3D, Simon. I would have seen Shatner's boobs in, in 3D. Shatner's Shatner boobs. Shatner in a man, a man from Uncle? No, he's in Star Trek, isn't he? Is he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Le- Leonard Nimoy is in The Man from Uncle. No, he's in... He? No, he's, he's not. in Columbo. He, no, he's in Columbo. He's in Mission Impossible is what I was thinking of. Uh, oh. I think he's in, in Columbo as an Australian-English weird thing, isn't he? Or a Mexican or something. Yeah, he, yeah, he's definitely doing an accent of some sort. I can't really it remember. Changes. It changes. I'm sure it's it does. very good. He's a hero. <laughs> he's a hero, exactly. So, what is the opposite of a Viewmaster? Now, I just want to tell you, Mattel owns the Viewmaster brand now. And Mattel, like all their other toy products, for some reason, are trying to turn the Viewmaster into a film. It's going to be a Viewmaster film. In the same way there was a Battleship film and a Transformers film, which, you know, those two make a bit of sense. A Viewmaster, less so. Was there a battleship film? There is. It stars Taylor Kitsch. Right. I don't know. I mean, you just said two random words. Taylor there. Kitsch like, I know. was. Taylor uh, Kitsch Tim... is two surnames <laughs> that you just put together. He was Tim Riggins in Friday Night Lights, and he was okay. also. Once uh, again, John Carter from to me. Mars. Once again, nothing to me. So. You're nothing to me. He's a really good actor, but he's he, he sort of didn't do any good films, unfortunately. But he manages to do a handbrake turn with a battleship. Which um, is quite impressive. Impossible. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's directed by Peter Berg, I think. It's not an awful film. It's not a great film, but it's not an awful film. So anyway, what is the opposite of a viewmaster? Well, is it something? I mean, I was going to say, is it earplugs? Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Because earplugs take away sound. Yeah. And they're boring. They are. You know, so, and and a Viewmaster adds... I mean, it takes away your vision, but you get more vision because you get to see a 2D thing in 3D. Yeah. Do they have special cameras for those with two lenses? Yes. Yeah, what? in the same way that um, uh, 3D cameras have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can, you can actually do it yourself just by... I, I, I did this with my mates. You can, if you put the two photos next to each other, and then do it like go really close to it and then just step back until they become one image in front of you your eyes are crossed that actually does the job anyway don't yeah. tell Mattel that also you can make it look 3D with a slight forward and reverse movement yeah. through time also also uh, you can stick fingers in your ears so. that's true so Lynn the opposite of a viewmaster is earplugs now that was a really bad gavel that was just you hitting a coffee cup I thought that was quite a good gavel for, for, for once I thought it was quite loud perhaps it, it I mean it, but it, it was very it was it, 
it sounded more like a gong. Mm, okay, gong. It didn't have a. It didn't have a whack. Oh, it was more a gong. of a. We should get a gong not, for the podcast. Not getting a gong. No, nobody. Not even our one listener can cope well, with a gong. Maybe not. Anyway, Jed wants to know what is the opposite of the mini. No, oh, of No, the the real mini, not the BMW capital. Well, yeah, but that's mini. the opposite of the mini, isn't it? Well, it could be. We'll get because there. because it is okay. We'll get there. I mean, the mini was invented, not invented. It was de- oh, designed yes. by Sir Alec Ishigonis. Which is a good name. I like that. It was manufactured in Longbridge. There's an Italian version of it, which was sold under the Innocenti marquee, produced by Lambretta in Milan. I think you can still buy the old Mini as a new I think car. It's Lambretta, isn't it? No, 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 no. Lambretta make the um, scooters. Mm, ciao, the Vespa Vespers. and all that. Yeah. Um, Vespa. Well, no, I think what? Vespas are Vespas and Lambrettis are Lambrettis, aren't they? I know, but if you say Vespa, you know what I'm gonna. Now I, Simon, mm, you. remember this: a mini, an old mini. The height of it, oh yeah, is four foot seven. Okay, I know that. I tell you what: when you see them now, know parked in amongst other cars, they're so scarily tiny; it's ridiculous. Yeah. Also, they weigh just under six hundred kilo, and I remember that fifty-three inches, according to um. How long? How big is that? I don't know what fifty-three inches, but I believe you. Go, I think. I think. No, no, go, go, put it in, put it in, work it out, work out what fifty-three inches. I want to know because if I'm wrong I'll be upset uh, four foot four damn you were close though that's not bad that's oh. not bad off the top of your head but it, you probably did it when their tyres were a really bit pumped taller up. or yeah. they had their I mean it might actually raised. be because they're quite low is there three inches of tyre it, well, it could also be inches. that you you were thinking of the rallying mini of course that could be it yeah. I was thinking I believe I'm thinking of the Mark 1 ah so okay that's me not knowing that the first one's called Mark 1 but usually in engineering you call it a Mark 1, then a Mark 2. You do, that is true. Eye. So do you... Have you ever been in a Mini? Yeah. A, a real yeah. Mini, I mean. Do I've been you in fit the back in of a Mini. No. And I've been oh. in the back of a Mini, and that's hilarious. Who had a Mini? Uh, I had... One of my old teachers had a Mini. All right. And um, one of my dad's friends had a Mini. My friend James had a Mini. It was a great car. And there's a... Where, where our school is, you come down the hill to get back into town, and it's like a lots of S-bends on this hill. And he thought it'd be a good idea coming down the hill to turn the engine off and just coast down the hill which is in theory a good idea until you remember that once the engine's off the steering lock kicks in and so they were careening down with no brakes as well because brakes don't really work when the engine's off very well and uh, no steering coming up to the really tight s-bend and nearly killed it killed everyone but he got it started and got going again it was, it was quite lucky really i remember they released cause this is when you see you're talking about a time when i was actually reading car magazines because mm-hmm. it's weird i was a weird kid um i remember in the early 90s they released ones and if you look at them and it was it was the ones before because they they did two new ones they did ones they and they revamped them when um Damon Hill won the championship they, the Mark Six and Seven I think you're talking about okay well the early one of those the Mark Six they look exactly like taxi cabs yeah they do you're right I'm looking at one yeah. right now the black Excellent. one in fact well even better but um they they just looked and they had uh, there's a lot of them with like convertibles as well at that time yeah I'm looking at a convertible as well it's a cabriolet so yeah it was the Rover Mini by that point and it's a slightly different shape which you're quite right looks like a taxi but the the seven is kind of reverted to the older shape 
Have you ever seen an estate mini? Because they're hilarious. Yes, the uh, uh, clubman, I believe it's called, isn't it? The, the, the estate. Mini. I think I think you can get them as vans. I'm yeah, not you even can get joking. Mini vans. I think you. Yeah. What is the fucking? I mean, what is the point? What of is the van? fucking point of that? Because you could just get a car. Going back to your original <laughs> point, you could just get a car at that point. Uh, yes. By the time that BMW bought the Rover Group, they basically wanted the mini brand, but they didn't want to make minis, so they stole the mini name. Well, they didn't they bought mini name and now it's mini with capitalizations and that's how you distinguish between the two of them it's and you're right massive. it's a fucking disgusting car and i hate it yeah which so uh, it goes against all the principles of the original design yeah. and um if you drive one it's a bit like you know I'd, i'm sure the car's fine i'm sure it's a lovely but you're car. paying for the branding yeah i quite dislike the fact that you can buy union jack rear tail lights for them as well now oh it's grim isn't it? it's grim it is grim Anyway, yes, so the opposite of the mini is mini. Do you know what we are, Simon? We're snobs, and I apologise to any of our listeners who actually has a Mini. I'm sure it's a lovely car. I've got nothing against the engineering, the way it drives, the, you know, fuel, whatever of the Mini. It's just that you're basically walking around with, like, branding all over you. So, Kimothy wants to know what's the opposite of a Blackberry. Not the phone or the device, an actual Blackberry. A bramble. A bramble, yes. Now, folklore suggests you shouldn't pick Blackberries after Old Michaelmas Day. Yeah. which because is the 11th of October. And moldy. Yeah, they'll be moldy. That's that's, why. that's exactly why. Yeah, they, but but it's saying that it's to do with the the devil has stepped on them or spat on them or fouled on them. But you're right, they get moldy because of the extra moisture in the air. So you, you go blackberrying or brambling. Is it brambling? I suppose it's brambling, isn't it? it it's I go I I know which where are the good bushes, Simon. <laughs> I'm sure you do know where all the good I bushes. Do. I I have a, a particular favorite bushing spot. Also um I, it just makes walking so much more pleasant for about a month of the year. Yeah, because snacks. Can eat the snack. Oh, they yeah. should just put snacks randomly out everywhere. So all the bramble bushes around me have been cut down and built on. It's really annoying because I used to go like, walking do, for brambles and things. What you should do is come to mine, mm-hmm. get a load of brambles, oh, take them back, pl- with plant you. them. Ooh. Yeah, scatter them around. People mm. hate you, but it's really they good. They would hate me, wouldn't they? That would be amazing. I mean, I can certainly give you a cutting. Are you not? Tempted to put a bramble bush up in your garden? No, no, I've got them, but they're oh, not as okay. good. It's to do because um, there's uh, there's particular bushes, and it's also to do with the amount of sunlight they get. I've got quite right. a lot of trees in my garden; it's quite shady, so uh, I don't have yeah. a lot of direct sunlight for the brambles. And the more, if you can, so this year was amazing because the trouble is when you pick a blackberry, most often it just tastes sour. Yes. Then you get the ones which just taste watery and sweet, and mm-hmm. then very occasionally you get the ones that taste like blackberry. Oh. And they're amazing. And you only get those if you get really heavy rainfall, really like baking hot sun, which we did because we had that 40 Ooh. degree weather, and then not too much rainfall. And then when they come through, they're amazing. But if it's too wet and too dark, they just taste like water. Did you know that in some corners that uh, the, the colour of the blackberry represents Christ's blood? And that there are some people who think the crown of thorns was made of brambles. I'm not sure how native they are. Yeah, I'd be very surprised. I mean, most people say it's probably a hawthorn or a a crown of thorns plant, but I mean, a hawthorn as well. I'd be slightly surprised, but I do not know the um, ecology of um, you know that area of the world. You can get black raspberries, which are not blackberries. Blackberries, no. And a black currant is not a blackberry either. No, no. So that is all that. What is uh, also there is a type of blackberry called the erect blackberry, 
I'm not going to explain what, what why it's called the Arette Blackberry. It just is. There's also the Thornless one that comes from Loch Ness. There's a Thornless Blackberry? Yeah, Thornless Blackberry. There's a Thornless Blackberry? Yeah, around all the locks. In fact, no, I, I don't know locks. if I approve of that because you want to you be punished when you're enjoying yourself, don't you? You want that de- element of danger. Can't just be the stinging nettles put in. Yeah, no, I agree. Go... Yeah, you've got to earn that free you've fruit. Got to get, you've, got to, you've got to get stabbed yeah. as, you, as you go yeah, for them. Absolutely, or risk evisceration. No, you do get sca- No, no, you do. Because even if your hands don't get stabbed, your ankles do. Yeah, no, I agree. Is... Yeah, you've got to earn. You've got to earn that free fruit, definitely. Exactly. So, what is the opposite of free fruit? Basically, is what we're asking at this point. Is it lychees? What is a lychee? I don't know what a lychee is. They're lovely, but they're really expensive. <laughs> Do they grow on roadsides? No, I mean they're very common in um like places like Indonesia, I think. Yeah, That's what they naturally. Asian... Yeah. And yeah. they they're basically they're they're basically encased in a shell yeah. which has got these lovely little like bumps all over it which look they remind me a lot of uh triceratops skin. <laughs> so they've got they've got the little like those little raised bumps which are really yeah. cool. Anyway, you crack them open and you get the Do you flesh. peel them like eggs? Yeah, you peel them like an egg. Oh, wow. And then and then the actual flesh of them, it's like they're the size of eyeballs but they're slightly like an eyeball with with, with um like slightly oddly shaped like it's been sat on. Yeah. Right? And then you bite into the flesh and you've got about half a centimetre to a centimetre of flesh before you get to a really horrible nasty stone mm. which is a black stone. Right. But um, the flesh tastes really good. So it's like what grapes used to be in that Grapes used to have seeds that you have to then spit out. But these don't taste like... These almost taste like dairy. But okay. also, they're not like grapes in terms... And the flesh is very different to a grape. It's not... They're juicy, but they're not as... They're not that sort of juicy. Okay. They're really good. But they're very expensive and they're never free. Like blackberries, though, they, they can get um poisoninged. That's a can good they? word. Yeah. So usually by bat saliva or guano or other types of, you know, yeah. avian... Piss. Basically. Yeah, I mean, th- there's a rule with when you go blackberrying, which is you do not pick blackberries from lower than your knee hikes. Then dogs poo, ah. and rats do too. So oh, you got to yeah, be careful. Rats. So do you you will pick off the bush and eat. Oh yeah, I I would do that. But well. I also like like there's a group of kids who see me doing that and they say, oh, they got maggots in. And some of them, to be fair to the kids, do have maggots in. I don't <laughs> care. Um, so uh, and they go, oh, it's got maggots in. And so I wind them up by saying, do you know what? When I woke up. Uh, this morning, a fly came out my nose. Nice. So, uh, uh, you know, and I got them all eating them. So, good. good. So you have you have done what kids should do. Exactly. Which is blackberrying. Uh, exactly. It's Not a very, it's very good point. Not lychee. So, Kimothy, the opposite of a blackberry is a lychee. Therefore, this week we have worked out that the opposite of a viewmaster is an earplug, that the opposite of the midi is midi, and that the opposite of a blackberry is a lychee. You may plug your other podcasts. You should listen to Terrible Lizards. We've just dropped a new episode, which is a bonus episode. Patrons have also got a new episode, so that is cool, and we'll be starting a new series on the 12th of October. Um, you can also catch up with your place online on BBC Sounds. The British Museum member cast is also back for one episode until the new year, so enjoy that it's about the Beirut glass project which is about a load of women trying to put together smash glass and it is quite fun Um, it's really good I've heard it I'm very 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 happy that I'm not them 
<laughs> so enjoy that. So that is out now, so you can listen to that. So it's all it's all going down. And obviously buy my books. Please pre-order Blackbeard's Treasure. It is a real historical pirate book, but a fun swashbuckling story too. But um, yeah, that is out on January 5th. You can pre-order it on Amazon. Just go to Blackbeard's Treasure, Izzy Lawrence, I-S-Z-I. Thank you very much. And look out for my new book, which will be out very, oh, yeah. very shortly. I'm not going to tell you what it's about yet, but I will probably tell you Aren't next you? week. No. You're going to say what it's about. No, no, no. It's about lychees, isn't it? It's about lychees and bat guano. We will be back next week, or possibly the week after, because that is the way we roll. Bye bye. Hello.